Okay, last call. Order now before I turn on the lights and you really see what's going on with yourself. Wasting way too many napkins. Lamin' a famine, a famine of napkins. Bro, when you stop using real words. Oh my god. You're using way too many napkins. Lamin' a famine of. Less poor podcast in America. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you divorcing Harrison Ford and the four Porsche? Kenny using way too many napkins. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna turn that into an actual thing. Like, yo, hey, bro, you using way too many napkins, my nigga. Out the gate. <sighs> so what's up, guys? How, y- how y'all doing? My name's Ken. I'm Nick, and I'm Dave. And you listen to the Last Call podcast. I, I you know, I was, I was thinking about something on the way over here. This is the first time that we've. Probably all have been in a room since we last recorded together. Together, think about that. We've separately been in rooms. Separately, I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. All together, I guess yeah, yeah. Me and Chuck, me, you, and Dave, me, you, and Chuck. Without Nick, maybe you, Nick, Dave, without me. Like, but this is the first time probably in two and a half months that we all been in the same room together. It feels weird. It feels so real. It is. So Yo, you know that that's a testament to how that's a testament to how quickly this year has flown by, it's bro. Been a lot, man. Like, summer's I over. about it. Remember when we made the uh, the New Year's resolutions? In December, that shit felt like it was three, three weeks, weeks ago. ago. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. I was talking to somebody about it the other day. I was like, "Wait, it's really about to be 2019." And if you didn't stick to your New Year's resolutions, like the positive thing for me to say is like, "Don't worry, time is not up." But at right. the, yo, you gotta think about your next ones. Yep. Like now, yeah. You know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. H- have you checked off anything off your uh, New Year's resolution? Yo, I made so I made a vision board. <laughs> Uh, last December and no G I've been able to knock off a few things off my vision board yeah yeah. Um, it's kind of crazy like it's almost like magic I recommend everybody do a vision board for sure because I had no clue that I was going to actually go on vacation this year I didn't know where this year was going to take me but in December I was like try to make it not try I was like make it to Spain and Portugal and I went to Spain and Portugal. In the beginning of the year? Yeah. Okay. Um, do more acting. I've been doing more acting. When you did the list, did you like already have certain things already kind of like... Into play? Yeah. No. Honestly, not really. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I would say that was really into play is I had already been starting um, a script for for a short series that me and a few people were doing. But other than that, it was pretty much just like wishful thinking. Mm. Um Especially the travel thing with with Spain and Portugal because we had Andrea's wedding in right. August and I was like I don't know if I'm be able to go but so, I mean so, put it on the paper. <clears throat> to you know pull that in full circle so the reason why we literally haven't been on for two and a half weeks is because our schedules were literally so broken up and so segregated into everybody doing something during the summers there was literally no time at all during the summer where we could have recorded that me Nick Dave Chuck. And Ty were all in New York. It right. was literally impossible Be- because we were trying. We were like, I think it's been we we've at least tried to record at least twice. three or four times. At least, at least three or four times. We're like, yo, we recording this week. This is going back to like June. <laughs> yeah. Once it started heating up, it was like everybody just got really busy. Everybody was busy, yeah. which is amazing. Right. Yeah. So I'm proud mean, of everybody. Yeah, we all moving. Room. We all shaking and, and doing our own thing. Like and, I'm and so proud of everybody entities. in this room. That's facts. Everybody out here is is growing, doing is their damn, growing thing. and glowing up in their own right and their own aspect. Right. So that's one thing I can say I'm proud of. Literally, everybody in this room, everybody on the mic, everybody off the mic. Shout out to Ty. Shout out to Chuck doing big things. I might be the only one in here without. 
without a K in my um, in my Instagram. Can can we make that a good goal for the rest? That's gonna be my goal for the rest of the year. We gotta get me to a thousand. That's gonna happen because I cannot be the only dude in this room stuck below four figures. <laughs> we you know you might be a three figure nigga. You know what I'm saying, baby? Um, you know what's crazy though. Speaking of that, I just left this location where we were doing doing something for work and like a 17 million dollar apartment bro on yeah. 28th street different like, type of on the high line in a in a old i mean if, i don't know if you're familiar with like a zaha hadid um she just recently oh, passed away bro oh my god it was a penthouse too how many bedrooms like, you know four or five dog it just it was crazy so to kind of take that and what nick is saying like visualization is real like i went like text tells like yo hey i'm praying in every room because like this right here this like this feels like something i need to i need to have yeah. like it's just crazy like having that visualization of things i mean I, nick man i mean i feel like last year you were like putting together that um you and sage were shooting that that like short thing or whatever right yep stranger and look where and but look where like a went from later. like yeah it's like a one two camera that. set situation to like what you're doing now what he's doing now you know what i'm saying shout out to sage out here shout out to sage, sage. sage. today shout today to sage, yeah, tomorrow man. by tomorrow i hope y'all will have watched uh uh state of the culture i have to watch state of the culture on revolt because my boy jamal sage pedro is an associate producer hey, on hey. state of the culture he's been in working with before. the likes of remy ma scotty beam joe budden and uh, I'm not gonna really lie. Cool Did you see Jinx? Jinx, 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 uh, Jinx. Oh, it's Jinx on there. Now? They added Jinx on that joint. Okay. You, he's not the episode. He's not the guest. I think he's the guest. He's the guest. Is he a guest on the show? I thought he was just. Nah, it's not. A cast it's in his. Uh, it's in his bio. I checked it because he just left Complex recently. Oh, okay. Like last week. Yeah. But I, so I saw the clip change. that the, the, the short minute clip that he posted today. Oh, I didn't. And even see so it. it's Joe on stage talking about. So what y'all had started off the episode talking about Eminem's diss, right? <laughs> right. So he's over here talking. about he's like, I know y'all heard that trash ass shit. And Remy shot at his face. He was like, Joe, why are you talking about the shit? Why are you talking about MJ Keys uh, MGK's diss when he talked about you and you over here sitting pussy, not saying nothing to him, and not saying because oh, you know he'll come back and flame your ass. <laughs> he was like, oh, so. Joe, Joe didn't go straight at No, M no, he was just talking about the shit on the show because, you know, it's like a panel. So Remy, Scotty, and, 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 and Jinx on the shit. So Remy shot at his forehead. That's a lot of It's a lot of personality. Did you guys watch it yet? No, no, no. I so came I on in five. So this, this was a short like clip two. on Sage Pace today. I saw that. Yeah, okay. I just saw it uh, maybe about a couple hours ago. So I was like, oh, shit. I see five, what you were. Right, I see yeah. what you're doing. I see what you. So, yeah. So, uh, State oh, of Culture. Yeah. yeah, but he's. So everybody is. Why is you standing in the four pores or doing Everybody's doing their thing. <laughs> Did you listen? So, I'm going to keep it a book. I didn't listen to the, I, I listened nope. to one spin nope. of the Kamikaze. And it was not nope. like I listened to it. I was in a car. I okay. was playing. I'll be honest. I didn't listen to the whole album, but the first song on Kamikaze to me sounded like Old M. Like, it sounded really good right i was into it so i mean like i said i was in a car i was when i was uh, down in orlando uh, uh over the weekend for a wedding um we i was driving around just doing stuff trying to get ready for the wedding so it was playing in the car so i had the album and, and I'm, like you said it's very reminiscent of old m right and i think my biggest criticism of m and why i'm not really in no rush to listen to too many of his projects is funny there's a skit on there where he's like venting to uh, uh, Paul Rosenberg about how there's people dissing his shit and saying that his last album was trash and the one before that is trash and he, he said that a few times on the album. Yeah, so I mean, my <laughs> hurt. He, as I mean, he only has himself to blame. He to me, M sound for as nice as he is and, and as uh, the lyrical genius that he is. 
his my biggest criticism of him is probably my biggest compliment of Drake is that he picks the entirely wrong beats to rhyme over that are just not sonically and uh, acoustically that people don't want to digest where I think that's what Drake has done his entire career is he's always found those right beats that his words just seem to flow over and it just I mean, appeals to the ear every other person who who people call like a top rapper i.e. I mean Jay Jay's like 70% he batting like Jay bats like 270 Jay-Z. on beats like on picking beats like some of the job but sometimes he gets on beats like uh he sounds a little he's Rick Ross has in my opinion Rick Ross has like a top three ear of like beats to rhyme on like his so does Drake yeah but I mean like Rick Ross like Drake make you like some stuff that don't really ain't really the best like what's exactly. that like yeah hell nah let a nigga nigga ride the way do, 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 do. like we love we start to like it because we realize okay he does or I guess in listening to something, composition matters. So, like, you're like, okay, well, they did kind of sit down and really kind of piece this together, put this thing here, put this thing there. But, like, Ross, I've never really heard Ross get on a bad beat. And it's like, he knows what works for him. A lot of people struggle to find their, like, vibe. And, you know, so like, somebody like, like a Young Thug, Young Thug will rap on anything, bro. Yeah. Literally it'll sound anything. the same on every beat. I wouldn't say he sound the same, but I just, I just think that he... He just he would just get on anything. Lil Wayne's the same way, like literally will rhyme on anything. But yeah. Lil Wayne's a monster. Oh, I remember this one song. I remember when Lil Wayne was in. I think it was on Hot ninety seven, and he was spitting a freestyle, and he was mad at the beat. Like he was like, "Nah, switch my beat up." Switch. My I mean, maybe up. he does have an actual like specifications on what he is rhyming on, but for the most part, he can rap over anything. I mean, shit, bro. I man, there's this Andre three thousand can too. Yeah, no, he, Andre three thousand. He can rap on anything. Like, I don't think anybody can rap over solo. Uh, the reprise. From Frank, from Frank Ocean's album, right? Like he did that. Effort. There's not even any drums on that joint. It's all piano, <laughs> piano and guitar. So like, but now nah, I just actually did you see that fucking Lil Wayne freestyle at his uh he had he, title did like a Louisiana fest I or something. I heard about it the, the, over Greatest Rapper yeah, Alive, yeah. bro. It was I didn't hear, but I did hear about it. I didn't hear it. He rapping like he angry, right? As he, he should be. I mean, he Carter Five was supposed to drop three years ago. They, should, supposedly so, at that concert, supposedly like they reconciled or whatever. Speaking but, of concerts, but how did y'all feel about um Drake showing up with with Meek bringing Meek up on that's stage? That's cool, man. People should be grown men. It's just rap. Bro. It's about time. I loved it. It's just rap. <laughs> And there's too if Jay Z if Jay Z and Nas can, can squash it, anybody, right. anybody can squash can it. Squash literally, it. Yeah, they were talking. That was real. Reckless. Very bad. Do you, about think, each other. do you think you'll see <laughs> with, with uh, bad intentions and bad <laughs> actions included? In shit. There's a lot of crime talking over a lot of beats. The only people you would never see piece it up is Ja Rule and Fifty. You'll nah, that's no, they. they I'm, why do I think they've dapped each nah, other up? Nah, 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 nah. They still yo Ja Rule still brings up the beef. Yeah, though. when but, Power was about to start coming out, the beginning of the season, I believe that Ja and Fifty had got on Twitter and was talking shit at each other. Talking reckless, but I'm, I'm I, I feel like two or three years ago they like said, Oh, the jazz shit is over, we nah. did. But you know, here's the thing 50's the ultimate troll, so he's not gonna let nothing slide. <laughs> well, and if he has any opportunity to take a shot at somebody, he's gonna take 15. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the funniest to me, the funniest or with the Colin Kaepernick skits or, or with the, with or the memes where they had you know the uh the black and white photo, man, the that's what was messed up. With his gibberish, with the gibberish, it's it like XJRRR. I saw one. I saw one with uh, with Stevie Wonder, and it was oh. just Braille. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Oh. They got really out of control. I really, I really liked the one with Michael Scott when it was like, uh, oh, yeah. do you know what three vasectomies, what type of effect that has on somebody? <laughs> snip, snip, snap, snap. <laughs> they did have like a whole like office joint because they did Dwight too. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, so go, I mean, going back to what you said about the um, the Drake and, and, and Meek thing, right? I think it's, it's a big moment because, I mean, like you said, they went through their their tiffs uh, a couple years ago and of course when me getting locked up and then drake you know what i'm saying putting out i mean he had the free meek shirt on and it, it, it was good to see them reconcile solidarity yeah solidarity. y'all got songs together y'all really don't have no real 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 beef like it was just tough talk over words they got and, hits and, and egos <laughs> you know clash of egos so i was glad to see them put that aside my Black folks need to come together so like going into this so now with this whole nikki and, and cardi b shit like this, this shit, shit is just getting look, out of it hand it looks ugly man okay okay this so shit just looks Really where do you? Bad, how bro. We gonna, where are we gonna start? I've missed a few beats on it. So who has like the full recap? In I can get short you. I can get you really. Get smooth. you caught up. Yeah, go ahead, dude. <laughs> the only thing I well, I saw was Cardi's eye lumped up, and I don't really know what the okay. real beef is. Before that, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's the rewind sign, guys. Um, Nikki starts doing the rollout for the album. Um, Apple Music gives her the, the podcast, Queen uh, Radio, the Queen Radio, which they often do for a lot of the bigger stars. Um, she's like just talking mad shit on Travis and on Cardi B and other stuff, and also like Nicki's just been really petty and sly, like liking. Like first of all, you're you're a celebrity with 50 million followers on Instagram. Everything, like everything if you, you like, goes unnoticed. if you like comments, there's like literally like a, a, a page, an Instagram page that's only about celebrity comments, bro. Like. If you like or comment or retweet something or or like a retweet from somebody that is about Cardi B, people are gonna it's gonna millions get of to people the, know about it. Yeah, so there's been a lot of that. And then uh, fast forward to Fashion Week, um, Harper's Bazaar party. This is why I get upset because I feel like those white people like knew this shit was a thing, and they was like, "Ooh, if we can get this, we can get more people." If we to can get, if we can get click them in the on same the hashtag together near each other, yeah. And so just see what happens. So yeah, I mean, I guess like Cardi's just had enough, and you know. Fucking just like dodged at her, and of course Nikki knew like there she can't handle any smoke, so she was just buried behind security guards and in the melee um, of them trying to separate them from one of them girls, Ra Ali, I think her name is. Who I just remember she's on Love and Hip Hop. She's huge. She's like fucking six five. They put like security guard on her Wikipedia page, (laughs) but (laughs) (laughs) but uh, because of that in the melee, like a security guard elbowed. Fucking Cardi. Uh, Cardi. Cardi caught one so to the Cardi, face. Yeah, she caught a little shiner. So it wasn't nobody on oh, the side. Oh, so it wasn't Nikki that nah, game. Hell so, no. no. Nikki was so far away from everything. Okay, she had a blonde right. wig on that night. Like, so everybody was like, oh, you see that blonde wig way <laughs> over there? That's her. She don't want no smoke. It's a thing, though. I mean, it's just Cardi's just... It's just been little subtle, yeah. little, subtle like shots throwing each other, throw, subtle barbs. Through Twitter. Other, through Twitter, yeah. from the VMAs. Like, there was just mad they, subtle... A lot of Cardi's success has been like... Has like an asterisk next to it, according to Nikki, and Nikki has always been kind of like taking jabs at her Were and trying to cool? stop her from like working with people. Even Cardi said like, "Yo, hey, not only did you talk about my child and me and my family, you've tried to stop me from eating so many times." And like, so like basically, like Nikki has like this. Yeah, she got a whole like memorandum on. You that know what's gym. crazy? This is like a. This is like a cycle. I remember first it was Lil' Kim and Remy Ma, right? Yeah. And then it was Remy Ma and Nicki. Uh-huh. And now it's Nicki and Cardi B. Right. And it almost feels like it's going to be Cardi B and the next young... But it's almost been like Nicki is like one of the central figures who always continually like bats her, or combats herself against another female right. artist. And but it's like every it's, female. It seems like every number one top female artist that's going to take this next stop. The the the, the, yo, uh, the top I think spot. society does that t- to I mean, it too. So though, society like, does, but they do it too, and they feed into it. Yeah, and they got to be so 
much smarter than that. It's man. the labels too. The labels are saying like like there was some girl from from the UK who uh, she's a rapper. She was saying that like Atlantic set her down in the office and was like going to pay her a quarter mil to, to go, go at, at Nicki. Nicki. Wow. Like yeah, cause it, so the it, labels it themselves. The labels stoked this shit. Or I found out the other day listening to Dame Dash that like YouTube be paying artists to fucking make videos in response to this song. Like they be making That's money off of views. That's how they generate like, they views. Make, they you think know, this shit is cool. One of my boys tweeted about this the other day. He was like, we need to stop uh, allowing ourselves to get excited over negativity and turmoil. Like people, people, the only, the it's shit that sells man. right now is the worst things. It's like the diss track sell, people talking about people's families sell, if if, like if how, Drake and Meek were to fight on on stage, that would be the most viewed video ever. Day, yeah, you know, and it's like we are the ones who fuel that. We, as in our generation, but fuels it, but that. it's just us though. It's just us, man. It's just us. You don't see Ariana Grande and Katy Perry and Lady Gaga and, and I mean the and, pop and stars. Do. The pop stars do go at it. They do. No, no, it's, it's just different though. It, but it, yeah, so, it's, it's so, but it's nowhere it's near the vitriolic. So, so like yeah. so like even fast forward to today. Um, like of course I'm getting the play by play from from Shorty. Like fucking uh, Nikki, Nikki gets on Queen Radio today and starts. Obviously everybody was waiting for this because of the weekend happenings, and she just goes ballistic. Like call, basically saying like Cardi had postpartum, like all types of just like bro. Just it looks so classless. It looks crazy. I like That's go vicious. Nikki think that she's doing well or she? I don't know. I don't want to say that she's, she's on drugs feeding, or anything like that. But like she's feeding into. I'm not. Gonna, I don't. And I don't want to see. The one thing I don't want to do is talk bad. about about black women, especially out in, in a public forum and, and on especially after because, this weekend. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, so that, like, that's one thing I'm not gonna do. But like, I mean, Nikki has to have someone in her corner, like saying, "Yo, listen, you can't like this is a bad look." Granted, you're gonna feed into. I, I'm not gonna make the comparison to Trump, but like Trump feeds into his base, right? So he's gonna keep feeding those people, and I, Nikki's gonna have her fans regardless. So she's gonna those I, what they call like hives, whatever the Nikki's hive, her, her queen, whatever, whatever the fuck her, her friends and stands are called the barbs, yeah, them, the barbs. Um, yeah. um, they feed into so that shit exactly. They feed into that shit, so they're gonna support her regardless. They're gonna send put out her retweets, and, and Queen Radio is gonna go number one trend. On but that's Twitter. Apple again, regardless. again. That's industry fueling it because no other artist has had. Like consecutive days to be able right. to do. She's trying to. She's trying to poke album. Li- That's my problem in all of this. Is that the idea? Right? Is that like we should be discussing your art? Like I want. Like I'm not saying trying to feed into negativity, but I definitely am ready for the hit 'em up that Cardi about to do. Like in the studio. Like I'm ready for that because at the end of the day, like I want to hear the music. This is all rap. At the end of the day, I think it's very corny that um, Nikki feels the need to try to stop somebody from. Like furthering, I, I just progressing feel that, themselves but, in their but, career. Before you interrupt, I just want to feel like on on tackling on top of that. I just feel that it's whack that Nikki has to do so much outside of her music to promote herself she's and spiraling. not her music. She's spiraling right now. She's yeah, spiraling. yeah, and, and she's, that's, that's the other thing. She's from, imploding. Yeah, from absolutely. the from the Travis Scott stuff to her going on Ellen and talking about like album sales and how she feels that she has to act out and like it because she's a black woman and, and she feels like. Uh, if she acts out, people are gonna call her crazy. It's like, nah, you're actually just wilding. Fam, you know it's bad when you defend like a Kardashian, and we're like, yo, like Kylie don't deserve that shit. Like, bro, all she did was have a baby and support her right. man. Support bro. her man. Put out a Satan. Put out a link to an album that had dropped two weeks earlier. You dated <laughs> two you weeks dated, earlier. You dated Meek for like however many seconds, and every second of that whole thing was publicized on t- on every Instagram. Like you were exploiting the fuck out and, of that shit. And then when talk, talking about 
sticking to music and you're saying that she has to do so much outside of her music like you mentioned hit him up there's ether those are classic yeah, i want to hear back those I are hear like, that's like back real back. music you know what i'm saying these people that are dissing each other now are taking it way outside of music the songs aren't even that good uh push a tease like the first dude in a long time to really make a fucking solid diss track <laughs> he talked about somebody kid but that, that was i mean it was still fire like it was something you could bump in your he car. didn't talk about the kid he said nigga you have one don't front <laughs> yeah, yeah, he didn't talk shit about the kid. He just said, "Right." He right, was right. trying to help the kid out, if anything. Um, speaking and, and on the topic stripes. of music, um, when I was driving over here, um, we all have our own personal views about celebrities, musicians, whatever. And I don't want to get this dude's name nah, wrong. Go ahead, I'm yo. Try my he's, best. He said this seven times before we. But I'm gonna try one. my best. He got it wrong every single time. Let's so go. So the dude XXX Ten Sion. Is that how you say it? No. Tentacion. All right. Just well, triple X, bro. R.I.P. to that dude because, you know, I never gave myself a chance to ever listen to this dude because of my own personal views with the mm -hmm. with what the media said that he had done. And the song Revenge came on on my Spotify today because my brother is obsessed with him. And I'm listening to it and I'm like, damn, like this dude is super talented. Like his sound is different. Also, he was promoting. A, I mean, listen. I'm not trying to take away from his actual like crimes and stuff like that, sins against the woman. At the same time, like, bro, the music is good. He's the music was actually really transcendent. good. Transcendent. And I'm not say I'm not trying to say he was a saint. I don't know the dude personally. And I think us as a society needs to do a better job at how we just like cross people off the list and, and say like, oh, this dude is an evil person or whatever, especially if we don't know them personally and we don't know like all the facts. And I, like I said, I'm not trying to butter up anything that he might have said or done um but yeah i i wish i would have given him more of a chance when he was still making music um because the music's Steps really good Mordo. his last album and he really wasn't good. he wasn't he never even got a chance to grow up and write any of his wrongs that's the saddest part Dude is that he, was, he was still a kid he was, he was a, kid. a kid you were listening to the project that's not revenge on a project before that was on yeah. 17 yeah oh you gotta listen to question mark that's what my little He goes in the alter alternative, like, he's talking about, like, living in this sad place. One of the, the hits that he's got out now is, like, the video. He filmed the video. It was his funeral in the video, and he was facing his demons, which is, like, his, his worst part of himself. That was, like, the biggest controversy during his death is that he had just filmed the video. Just from the video of having a funeral. He, and he also had been saying that he was going to get killed. Remember Biggie's like um, album, album art of, what was it, Life After Death or Ready to Die? I mean, both of the albums were both about. Them, yeah. It was like literally him next to a hearse. Right. You know what I'm saying? A lot of rappers had premonitions about their death for for whatever reason. There's like a whole lot of. I think there's um, just that energy, like that. the energy of just like knowing that you're doing something that's like you shouldn't be doing. Like by all means, well that and you're hunted. Tentacion right? probably yeah. felt like man, like I'm this. I should be in jail right now or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And at, the, at the beginning of Revenge, he was like, um, uh, you know, I'm trying to figure a way out how to forgive myself for the for the problems that I've done in the past. I'm telling you, bro, like people don't listen to the art though. They just go off of the hate and going again back into spreading negativity. I literally just had this conversation with my best friend earlier today, like cause all right, have you heard the situation with the Predator, the movie? No. No. Uh ironically, there was an actual predator like on the cast. <laughs> when you say predator, you mean like, like sexual. A sexual, a sexual predator. Like there was a, a convicted he was he was registered <laughs> on a sex offenders list. Um and he apparently was like friends with the with the director. They're rebooting Predator. Sterling K. Brown is in it. Keegan Michael Key's in it. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Trevante Rhodes from Moonlight's in it. Um, it's like supposed to be like thriller, but a little comedy, a little bit. I Olivia Munn is in it. So Olivia Munn is in the only scene that that guy is in. And they have a dialogue together. And you know how that so it's on works the set too. of the current. 
Predator. The movie's already got filmed. They're at TIFF right now at Toronto International Film Festival right now. And they were promoting it over the weekend. And well, apparently, basically, when she found out, she was like, nah, Take Olivia, it out. Olivia? Take, she's like, I want all my scenes. I, I don't want him on. Like, I want all my scenes with him like gone. Take it out. Apparently, that was the only scene that he had. Right. So like, whatever he else he had. Oh, he's filmed, like a featured extra or something. He, uh, yeah, yeah, something like that. But um, so she was like, Yo, how come a nobody knew about this? Oh, well, also like the the SAG thing. Like, you, it's a union thing. You can't check uh ba- backgrounds. Okay. I mean, most people really. Probably, That's crazy. Yeah, you can't check. I didn't know that. You can't check backgrounds. It's a union, I guess. So um, you know, that's a little weird. <laughs> But I would she, imagine you have to check backgrounds to get into the union. But keep going. So the conversation basically went from that to saying like she's like you know like he paid his debt to society. He went to jail for like six months for it. He was online chatting with like a fourteen year old girl. Um, so you know she said oh you know he paid his debt to society. But like I should have like an agency in knowing like who was allowed to be who next to me. You had me on set right. with a sexual predator. That's right. crazy. But the conversation sparked off with my friend into like talking about like, man, how do we forgive people for things that they've done? And I was like, a lot of this shit is mental, like where people commit crimes. And the problem with our society is that especially American society that is profiting off of criminalizing people is that we don't ever attack like the the mind like or ever try to treat the mind it is something wrong with somebody to think that it's okay to hit women or to kill people or there's something wrong with that person but we go so far into the conde- the condemnation and of the act and we don't mm-hmm. ever look into actual we know that uh incarceration is not rehabilitation right it is a prisoner going accepting what he has done and just doing his at time. least in this country yeah right right well i mean as i say the american prison yeah. system is none is is unparalleled <laughs> and it yeah. just takes into a, a an even further uh, uh i guess i don't want to say it for use of better word just a worse place where they literally could end up worse and they come out of the system not just yeah. you know during their time but they come out even and prison even tells you that you are state. your crime exactly so like once you have and internalize that like you are the crime like when will you ever separate that from your actual self at our core we are not criminals right but that's we do that and we want the prison reform to happen but we have not reformed ourselves as a people to say like there are alternative ways for these things like domestic violence should not be just like incarcerated and then all right who's next because it basically has created a system to which women are going to get hit like or you know men whatever if that ever happens what it does you know what i'm saying on a minority basis but like we're literally like just setting up women for failure or setting up whoever for failure kids who are getting killed and preyed on like we're setting them up for failure by not actually trying Trying to to treat people because you're putting a sex offender on a list and what he's just going to try to figure out how to not go to jail again like Like, caging if you cage a dog and that's that's the only punishment you ever do. That's the only anything. You never train the dog. If the dog pisses on the floor, shits on the floor, whatever, you just put them in a cage and then let them out. They're going to do it again. They're going to put them back in the cage. They're never going to really learn how to not do that anymore. Right. Or they're not right. going to learn what the root right. of they're that Right. They're just going to learn what the punishment is. and the penalty is. Exactly. But not reforming the actual behavior. And a lot right. of times they're going to be get used to the, the punishment and they're going to just keep doing the same shit. And just going back and knowing that, uh, I'll eventually I'm gonna get back out again, or if not, whatever. I mean, yeah, man. But I mean, even with that mind shit, like, or the the, the mentality of things is like, I mean, looking at like suicide 
and like overdose. I mean, look at mental so, health has been a yeah. big topic this year. Yeah, I mean, and it which needs, is good, it, but it it shouldn't be just a topic this year. It should be something that's actually there should be action behind it and addressed. You know, whether it be through additions to healthcare, whether it be to more than just somebody's office being open. Right, there should be more. Uh, activity towards more embracing uh, 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 mental health and mental, as, as Dave you were saying with with Mac with Mac Miller like yeah, the, the, the the recent uh, uh, passing uh, of Mac is like it's a tragedy because you know everybody that listened to Mac's music knows he's been knows dealing with shit for a long time. a long time right at least, at least since uh, when he started doing the delusional Thomas stuff. Which was like his ode to like uh, Madlib or uh, uh, MF Doom and Madlib. Like they have these like other like Madlib has Quasimodo where he changed his voice up. It's like a different Madlib has like I mean uh, MF Doom has like a whole bunch of other characters uh, Victor Von uh, where he like will change the intonation of his voice. Right. So he did that and now was like him getting himself inventing. out inventing. Like that stuff is is really dark. And then by the time you get to like watching movies with the sounds off like. Bro, like he's he was really he was really like he was going through. The music was the vent. The music was the vent, and I think at times it was enough. And then he, when you those type of people and coming from somebody who's been depressed and tried to put themselves in a relationship, it only makes it worse. Yeah, the like both times I had a situation and it and it made it worse. And if like basically if I just didn't have the wherewithal to to leave those spaces, like I don't know where I'd be right now. Right. And like, you know, the situation, everybody and because he's a you know, he's a celebrity situation with like like him and like Ariana Grande, like that kind of shit gets exploded and people start blaming her. Like, bro, when they broke up, like fucking like a week later he caught a DUI because he fucking wrapped his G-Wagon around, around a fucking, fucking tree ball, she yeah. actually said the reason why she left was because of the uh, substance, substance abuse yeah. and because she said she didn't want to babysit somebody that didn't want to help themselves and you know what else is messed up the whole medical system and, and pharmaceutical companies like when you go and you go to a therapist or you're depressed or something take some of these pills yeah Take some of these opioids if you're yeah. in pain. And like the amount of deaths with people under the age of 21 off opioids in America is crazy. So that was That's like, what Kanye was saying though about, so, about his situation. He was like, he was so fucking, when he had his uh, spiral out at the end, of, when he canceled the Yeezy tour, or not Yeezus, it was Pablo, Pablo tour. When he canceled that joint, he was like, that's when they put him in the, uh, in right. the they, they, they institutionalized him or whatever, or instituted him. Um, he was saying that like they put him on so many drugs, like he didn't know who he was for like the whole time. And it, it takes was, away like, your identity. Yeah, I man. mean, you just why it, it's you. literally a, a chemical imbalance that they're putting in your head. So like that was my biggest criticism um, with when Kanye went on his TMZ rant, mm -hmm. like after. Everything that he had said about the slavery was a choice and, and uh, you know, everything that he said that got the biggest media coverage. Right. My biggest criticism is the biggest thing that he said got the least amount of coverage. That Big Pharma is literally changing people's lives. And, and, and people are have so many, like, there's no... Making drug addicts out of people who had never taken drugs before. And they just really need actual therapy and not more drugs to be on. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, with Mac, like, I think that should be the biggest thing that's taken away because... I I don't think like granted uh, 
you know, he's he's gone and he's left us. But I don't think it was a matter of suicide or anything like that. No, he was just hitting the bag way too hard. And I don't know if it was a bad batch. I'm not going to speak on that. I don't know if he just took what too was much. He, well, he was on was heroin? It heroin? It was, I, bro, I'm, I'm not going to put that information out in there because I don't really have access okay. to all the information. I know that he was on coke heavy, though. Like, I, like I know that for a fact. So, like, but in between that with, um, uh, what's this girl, Demi Lovato? Yeah. With her overdosing? She was on the bag. I didn't, who, wow. So, I'm saying, so it's like. She was on the bag, she yeah. She was, bro. Exactly. So it's like, and I can guarantee you these are, matter of fact, TMZ caught up with his drug dealer yeah. outside of a I fucking I didn't watch spot. that shit, but yeah. I did, I was caught like. Caught up with who's drug dealer? The the dude who brought Demi Lovato the stuff that she was on that night that she overdosed. How T- did they find out that that was? The dude, I listen, TMZ is crazy. They are out here. Um. <laughs> But everybody got the but, same but, drug but here's the thing. The dude, point. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if he was done off. His man's was done off in the background. That nigga was looking sloppy as fuck. But he literally told him any and every detail that they wanted to know about the stuff that he had, what he did. He went over with her, what they did, and how he left, and how she was after that. Like I'm like this man is literally. He doesn't look like he has a pharmaceutical card on him that allows him to have these clinical drugs on him. But he does have them. He just admitted to it. On national and television. And you know what the other messed up part is? You don't even, people don't even need the quote unquote bag anymore. They're, they, you don't even need physical heroin to have the same effects because all these pharmaceutical oxy, companies, oxys, oxys roxies, all of that shit all that, is bro. the same thing. They, it's just uh, illegal pill form. They, uh, well, see, that's the other thing, like with the, that o- the opioids. opioids man. Because, uh, yeah, a lot of, the, it's not a new heroin. So, like, we're like in the new heroin wave. Yeah. Honestly, because and it's legal. The lean, like the lean thing, like really shot a lot of people through the roof on that because lean is not hard to get, kind of, kind of expensive too, uh, per bottle. Like a lot of times you pay per like fluid ounce. Right. And a lot of these pharmacists are in on the operation because it's a lot of money. Yeah, in it. it's, yeah, it's a very, sure. it's a very, it's probably one of the biggest pressing um, issues of our time that you know when we go back and or when we go forward and like right when kids, they look back at the 2000s kids yep. will read about in their textbooks like the opioid addiction the same way we look at the crack there. epidemic of the 90s and 80s is the same way we look at is the same way they're going to look at the uh, opioid 100, crisis 100%. of the mid 2000s and the inactivity of, of what you know what, what has happened also going back your, what your children will look at in their textbooks will be like this we're living we're living in a moment right now this is like, a I don't know moment. if y'all realize we're living in a moment like with with this presidency that we have and I'm not gonna carp on it too much because it'll just get me mad and I'll start going off but like Space Force bro <laughs> Space Force <laughs> like there are, pe- there, there, are, there are people that are literally sitting whether it be you know if they side with the president or if they don't or if they side with uh, uh, humanity and Colin Kaepernick or they don't or you know I mean like we're, we're literally living in a moment that people will read about in 30 years and 50 years yeah. and there are people that will have to answer to their kids to their grandkids I'm glad my kids why, will see me in a night why are you on hoodie. the wrong side of the why are you on the wrong yeah. side of history I have I have family members I literally have family members that I won't even name that uh not, not only do they support Trump mm-hmm. um they had a, had a I had a conversation with a family member of mine the other day about and, that, and I'm wearing my Nike hoodie 
today. Che- checks over stripes. Proud because I had a fa- I had a conversation with a family member of mine the other day that asked me, "Isn't it?" They asked, I guess they didn't know where I st- where I st- where what, what my stance was. They were like, "Don't you think it's kind of crazy that Nike would would side with Colin Kaepernick?" They don't, listen to, the, they don't listen to the podcast. I was like, <laughs> "What side of family is this?" I won't speak on it. Okay. And <laughs> you just tell me. And um and I was like, why would they be crazy to 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 side with with Colin Kaepernick? They were like, well, you know, you know, if if there are any shareholders for for Nike, like, I if I had money in Nike, I'd be mad that that my stocks are gonna go down because they're siding with somebody who's like uh, divisive. I was like, whoa. First of all. Colin Kaepernick's not divisive. If anything, he's just trying to speak out on a topic that isn't spoken out about enough. And, um, you know, it was just a whole long conversation. But, yeah, man, like, there are people out here that really, some of them just don't get it. Some of them are really, they hate black people, period. That's the simplest form. But some people really just do not get it. I don't know if they if they hate black people or they just don't care about black people. I mean, some people hate. That's what, that's what some people don't care, and then some people are uninformed. Exactly. So to turn exactly. a blind eye on racism, if you know it exists, is the same thing as being racist. Though. Same thing. No same. No, no, and doubt, I say, no doubt. Let me let me better verbalize. To turn a blind eye to racism is to enable racism, which means you are a part of that racist system. One hundred percent. But like what I was saying is like Nick. I think you put it in the, in the perfect three categories. Either yeah. they hate. They don't care, or they just really or they just don't understand. Yeah. They're just misinformed. Like some people, I think there are people in this country, and they they don't mean it by any, they don't mean it in a, in a, in a in a bad way. But they really think, like for instance, there might be white people in this country that love everybody, and they're so loving of they would you know give their last dollar to a black person. Bleeding they wouldn't heart. care Have if a, a black heart. person married their daughter or whatever. They would be loving of everyone. They don't see color, but those same people think everyone thinks like them. And they think nobody sees color, and there's no such thing as racism anymore. Like it's over. Like those are the people that I consider to be misinformed or right, uninformed. Right. And then there are the people that just don't care. That are like, as long as my family and my circle is good. And this doesn't even this stretches beyond race. Like for instance, like seeing a, a a person like Mac Miller overdose on drugs. There's some people that view situations like that as it didn't come anywhere near my home, so I really don't care. And then there are the people that hate people, the people that wish bad things on people. Those are to me are the worst. But then again, like. The people that don't care, they're just as bad, in my opinion. Right. So, like the the uh, the mayor in Louisiana. Oh my God! Today. So, I, I what's just, his I name? Just about this. So, I, I don't even want to speak his name. I'm not going to give him that type of you know. That type oh, of that price. Uh, that the, the, so that band. The mayor in Louisiana, in Kenner, Louisiana, banned the purchase of Nike products because Nike chose to uh, put up. Uh, uh, Colin Kaepernick as one of the faces of their campaign. So what you're saying is right. What in in essence, what you're saying is, forget what Colin Kaepernick's message is, which is uh, uh, in re- in relation to the police brutality of people of uh, of of minority communities. Uh, forget about the unpunishment of those police brutalities to those people of those minority communities. But because Nike has chosen to use him as a uh, a standard uh, just uh, a warrior for social justice, right? You are not going to allow the people in your town, so the kids that play football, the kids who play basketball, the kids who play soccer, um, any anything uh, to be purchased from the Nike company because you do not agree with that because he knelt, what, because the he kneels for it. 
And, and and it's not even no no it's no penalty for it. He's not allowing it. He's not allowing, I mean, in the, at the recreational right, centers. The recreational like any centers. government, any uh, municipality, was, was government right. workers, right? Like any any recreational facility any recre- in re- that recreational purchase in that city is not allowed to buy. No Nike. government dollars will be spent. That dude's in the KKK. Money. Yeah, absolutely. Like, absolutely. The fact that he's gonna say nobody in my city is going to buy Nike products. Nine times out of ten, that that dude's probably. You know why it always becomes about race, at least in this situation, towards in my head. Because let's simplify it some more. the The guy is saying that the symbol of freedom, the flag, the symbol of freedom, is 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 not okay to be used for freedom. In essence, in essence, because. He wants to support the symbol of freedom by taking the freedom away from somebody else. That's wild. That's that's the the logic. That's That's where we're at. That logic and rational that we're at right now. That's wild. And um, I feel like the presidency that we're in right now has allowed people to feel a lot more comfortable with their irrationality. Showing their ass is what you're saying. Definitely. People are like, oh, wait, I've been feeling this way for 30 years. Donald, thank you. Thank you for giving me this platform to be able to hate. I felt like I shouldn't feel this way out in public. But I I realized that you could become the top of the top. You could become the most powerful man in the world by saying you can grab women by their private parts, by saying you could walk in Times Square and shoot somebody and nobody would do anything. Uh, by lying your ass off. By being a liar and being delusional. Like, he's so delusional. Like, even that whole article that came out in the in the New York Times, like, the responses to it were so, he's like, this is, you know, I have, my poll numbers are through the roof. I have one of the highest approval ratings out of any, I'm like, damn, son, this dude, it's, it's like he's almost delusional at this point. Um but yeah, enough on that, dude. That's our, that's, that's our guy. <laughs> that's our yeah. It sucks to travel too, man. Like I traveled to a few places this 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 summer, and it's kind of embarrassing when people ask you where you're from. I would have never thought I would be embarrassed to say that I'm from New York, but people are like, "Isn't that where Donald Trump is from? Isn't that where your president's from? Like, did you vote for him?" And I'm like, "Look at me. Do I look, do like, I look like I voted for him? Do I look like I voted for the dude?" But then again, there are people that look like us that did vote for him. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Big facts. You know, a couple yeah. of them, too. Yeah. Um, I mean, Barack finally spoke out about it, and I've been waiting for this for so long. Honestly, <laughs> I was w- so classy. It, it w- See, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> it was so classy. Even his, his... Why do we always got to go, lo- go his, high? It, I don't want to go high. <laughs> I want to go low. Even his backhandedness Ooh, was, classy, was classy as, you know, as, as Barack feels it should be, right? Like, I'd love to catch Barack in an honest moment. Like... Speaking of things into fruition, I, I would love to catch Barack Obama in an honest moment. Like I'll, I'm, Barack, I'll turn my phone off. What do you think he There'll would? There'll be no recording devices. It's just us sitting over dinner. Sw- sweep the room. But right. you know what he would say. You know what he would I say. I want an honest opinion. I want to know what you think. I you want to know, know exactly what, what, what is your saying. honest opinion of the degradation of the office that you held for eight years after all the nonsense that you put through and you stood strong with your face held high okay. as an honest man. Like, I want to know what you feel about what you've seen for the past two years. Barack Obama's words would be this. He would look at you and he'd be like, Kenny. <laughs> pure and utter fuckery <laughs> pure bullshit the man has lost his fucking mind straight up like Obama would, would keep it real yo I can't stand this nigga <laughs> I mean I don't know let's go something else this is, it's, it's, it's harrowing man it, it doesn't get any better it's it doesn't just, it doesn't <laughs> but it's like come on bro you know what gets better 
Insecure is, is lit right now. Oh, you caught up? Team oh, Lawrence. God. Lawrence is back. Damn, spoiler alert. I don't right? care, man. <laughs> Twitter, <laughs> Twitter done spoiled it already. I don't like, be... I've been... Fashion Week, I ain't seen shit. <laughs> and by this time, everyone knows Lawrence. No, no, no. I'm saying I ain't seen Twitter in oh, real time. Oh, oh, oh. Like but I, I said, watched. Damn, it. Nick really spoiled. Only thing I watched though, right? You heard that? I watched it today. I watched it today. Okay. Only thing I saw in real time was the Rail Show after the, uh, <laughs> which low key kind of funny. It's all right. Kind of yeah. funny though. Yeah. It's the it's the preacher. Him doing the preacher. Little Rail. <laughs> is it a sketch comedy show or is oh, it a no, scripted? No. It's scripted. Scripted live audience, it's pretty good. It was after, after football, <laughs> yeah. Loose boots, she uh, <laughs> <laughs> she fell in the loose boots. Right. Bless her, love. <laughs> you have some really nice, uh, some really nice, uh, glasses, <laughs> but nah, uh, the insecure man, yeah. Uh, this uh, is weird, it's weird. The writing, as somebody who kind of like, I, I, the deeper I get into it and like. Getting back and working on some older like script projects and stuff like that. So I'm like, yo, it's just funny like how they decide to like you know it's probably a rumor writers and they're mm. deciding to go in certain directions. Right. Like, I don't know. So I don't know. so wait. Okay. So wait. So specific? I know what direction they chose to go to. I know what happened. I saw. I know someone in that room saw Nick make a video. Added Issa. Added oh, Bali. Yeah. Added Devon. Talk about Nathan. Uh, yeah, about Nathan. Mister Mister Party Lift. I know they saw man's a video. Look, Nick. Man's look just like my man's too. Yo, son, you can't we can be related. Issa, Issa, you you. I know you. I'm a pull of Serena. I know you can't say it. I know you can't say it, but we know what you did. You're gonna apologize. <laughs> we know what you did, and that, you know what? We know what you did. Issa. It's okay. It's all right. You could have just cast my man's. Like it's, it's all okay. right. Light okay. skin dude, beard cut the exact same way. I was thinking, you. yo, Nathan. Look, I, I don't know his real name uh, in real life, but he looks just like he. He looks like he could be Aiden growing up. That's how Aiden's gonna look, like our, oh, yeah, our yeah, little yeah, cousin. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the craziest part, because I mean, Issa has Issa has responded to me. Yvonne Obrey has responded to me. Amanda Seals wrote me like two weeks ago saying, "Why didn't you at me? Issa's not even Caribbean. I'm from Grenada." And I was like, "Oh, yeah, why well, go on?" Blah, blah. And the craziest part is she'd find us one on a couple. Show. Yeah, she's nice. A couple episodes ago, when she gets back in a party lift with the dude Nathan, who resembles me, she's like, "What's your name again? Was it Nick?" Nigga, that's why I saw yo. I flipped. I lost it. I but I hey, I, I take that as an ode. Like I'm like, yo, that's what's up, man. I wish we on the right track. We on the right track. We on the right track. We seen her at uh, we. Uh, she was at. I was supposed to go to Ludlow House. So Jason, her stylist, he invited me. He was like, yo, come to this screening. Um, East is gonna be there, and I was going to Orlando to work on the project that I'm working on. Yeah, I can't. I can't, can't drop it yet, it. but yeah. I'm working on a project that's it's lit. And um. He hit me up, told me to come to Ludlow House. I was like, yeah, I'm in Florida doing this project. And then I see the pictures, and I was like, I would have met her that night. It's right. crazy. Yeah, but, yo, the world, the way the world works, man. It's going to come back around. Gonna, we saw her. I'm going to meet Issa one she day. She's an Afro And it's going to be funny. We, we, had, we had the, because uh, Cavassier uh, sponsored the backstage bar at, uh, at Afropunk. Bullet, bullet. But now we saw, uh, I saw, like, basically, as soon as you walk in, Ava DuVernay, bow. <laughs> Take a picture. Okay, cool. Like, damn, she's super nice. Then like, That's cool. Issa. Then you see like the whole squad just started like dro, uh, dro, dro, dro Yeah, everybody was like kind of like in the like vicinity at Afropunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit was really. How was Afropunk? Was the uh, were the performances great? Yeah, like, Chuck. I was working most of the time. You liked it, Chuck? I'm good. good Chuck stuff. was shooting. Chuck took some took some nice shots. I saw them. Yeah, took some nice shots. Um, I mean, so I spoke on Serena a little bit, and I know we're gonna touch on <laughs> before the end of the episode. So. Crazy. 
So I watched the entire Serena and Naomi Osaka match, right? I watched mm-hmm. literally Same. From, I watched from beginning from the to the first end. point to the end, right? Me too. Um, it was a quick match. It, it was quick. Um, and shout out to, before before anything, shout out to Naomi Osaka. Yeah, congrats, Naomi, on your first major. That's as amazing. great as Serena is and as great as she was during that match, Osaka, she was better. She was better. She was better. And she sh- and, and any and everything, she was better. She And she didn't make any mistakes and, and, and while Serena did. Serena made a lot of unforced errors. Osaka was on top of her game. On top of her she game. She was ready. Returning serves. Her, her her serve was 130 miles an hour. Yeah, she's 20 years old. Think about it. She's Crazy. Serena 16 years ago. So And like her she idol. Her idol bleed. is Serena. I read an article. I read I read an article from two years ago when Osaka was she was ranked like one thirty something, and she had just beat somebody. And they quoted, they asked Serena about. They're like, "Have you heard of Naomi Osaka?" She's like, "Yeah, she's a young player, nice serving. She's dangerous." Fast forward, yo. Right. She's when you US when your o- idols become your rivals US and you o- beat them. U.S. Open final, man. She um she like she, I was rooting for Serena the whole time because I felt uh, it's just a story that yeah. like you know like the first this is her second uh, her second like major tournament since she since the birth since the birth right and so like I don't know I watched being Serena so I was like man like that show first of all show great show great what channel is that on HBO okay. They did like a six part uh, thing of her, like that last one that she won while pregnant. (laughs) And just like, it just puts in perspective. Nobody knew about it. It just puts in perspective, like the amount of work it takes to be great. Yeah. Like in any given thing, you can always parallel, like, okay, maybe your thing isn't going to the gym because you're not an athlete, but like you should be putting as much work into something else as they are doing. Like she was, she snapped on her trainer in that joint. You saw that part. She was like, her trainer was like, all right, tomorrow you want to show up. And uh, you're going to be on time, and we're going to work hard. And she was like, fuck you was I late today? Right. She was like, no. But she was like, so why the fuck are you talking about some shit for tomorrow? Like, am I ever not working hard? She was like, nah. She was like, so like, she was like, I got 14 this and six this. You and know what? I gold think medals, Serena like, is about tired of the lack of respect. Like, honestly, she's she the greatest be. athlete I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Like, she's better than Jordan. She's better than LeBron because you know what? She's the most dominant athlete in her sport, period. Like, there is no... It's almost Do you like, feel like she has had as much competition as like high level competition. I mean, yes. Like, I mean, so I don't like nobody. I mean, can, who's that? Sharpova, who literally was doped up. So like, I don't even want to say that she she hasn't had the competition. I just think she's made she's the competition better. look like she's it's that not better. exactly because she's, that better. she's been okay. so. Dumb. She's doing yeah, this right? to people that Absolutely. beat that could beat any normal tennis player. Like Sharapova, any of these people could beat right. any doped tennis up. player anywhere. So like like she is literally she's the the greatest in her sport, right? The greatest in her sport. At, at her level. And she's still at her peak level. She's been at that peak level for a long time and has maintained it the entire time. I think the two closest people I could say are the few closest athletes that come to my mind will be Tiger Woods in his prime. Um, Mike Tyson in his prime. Uh, like just straight dominance. Floyd, like dominance. Right. Like LeBron James, Michael Jordan. Shaquille O'Neal like those type of people that it's just like there's not Will really Chamberlain. anybody better than them at that time it's impossible to kind of compete Leslie yeah Lisa Leslie <sighs> you know what I'm saying so Billie I've, Jean King I mean so so with I mean Billie Jean King beat a man right facts <sighs> so I mean with with Serena uh uh with in her match granted she she lost that match she lost that she was match. supposed to lose that day like she, she wasn't gonna even regardless of all the I'm BS, not gonna say she was supposed to lose 
why she got so angry is because she didn't get a chance to fight. And if you've seen Serena play, it is in those moments That's she that she back. was in is when she turns it. Like, she has been in those moments before where she has absolutely turned it they on. They want her run to be over, it. honestly. She's at, she's so large now that she her, her, her star power is so large and powerful now is right. that she she's a threat. To mainstream, she's always been a which is though. why, yeah. well, I mean, but like threat. now, like she can shut shit down. She could she because to. now they're starting to compare the salaries between how much, like Serena's making like 18 mil or something like that, and then they like Novak Djokovic is making triple that. Really? So now they're starting to say, wait a minute, way more people watch Serena than any male p- tennis and she player. Can, and she can, I, high she key, owns she can, high key probably beat a lot of those guys on that ranking. 100%. So, like, I, that's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for that day. Honestly, I'm waiting for enough uh, more men tennis players because it, it is being the more popular. I'm waiting for more men players to speak out for Serena in defense. Well, of Djokovic did speak out. He did say that it, it. she has a point. Like, Serena has a point that, you know, women, if that was a man doing what Serena did, he probably would have got a point. But not a game not a deduction. Game. So like watching the so, dudes, so, so that the dudes inter- are fucking they're vicious. Remember, dudes. remember that dude uh uh talking about John Macaron. Macaron. John Macaron. God. <laughs> He's a God. I will kill your God. fucking <laughs> children. <laughs> he was very bad. They hated him in tennis too. Like yeah. the, like like mainstream too. He was bad. He but was... even just small, like she was talking about like and not just like black women, she was talking about just women, women. in general. Because was that last week or two weeks ago where the Young lady, damn, that was like a thirty-yard touchdown. Yeah, Sammy D. Go ahead, y'all was talking mad shit. Uh, so the uh, the lady, she uh, one of the the other tennis players. Uh, she picks, she lifts half her shirt up and she just got to dumb. air her midsection. She got up. And you could just see a little bit of her sports bra in the back. Mm-hmm. She got fined for that shit when a dude took his whole ass shirt Son off and man. just laid there for minutes during between sets. Like, bro, like just that kind of shit. And also, they found that like um, on one of the clay tournaments, um, that same umpire marked. Uh, Venus for the same shit, right? For the same shit, like coaching. And she, and she but was like, he, so she but, was like, yo, I'm 36 years old. I swear to God, in my life, I have never. So the like the, the sisters are fed up right. with I mean, this one it's, guy too. It's, it's just been a lot of subtle, <laughs> subtle nuances that they've dealt with for a long time since they started, bro. They used to wear beads on the court, yeah. and it was the hugest mm-hmm. issue it that was, they wore beads. They were loud. Yeah, it was like such a quiet sport. So from from so from them wearing beads that was a when they too, first though. started when they first started to now them telling. Serena, the greatest uh, a woman tennis player to ever touch court that she can't wear an ath- wear, wear a, a suit as an athlete that keeps her alive for yeah, exactly <laughs> that she was wearing for to to deal with the blood clots that she was getting right after pregnancy and now telling uh, at least being in a position that she can't fight because an umpire is threatened by her because she's just getting aggressive defending the fact that she's not a cheater. You know what I'm saying? So. Like they're just Which is basically up. what he was saying, and then stole the point from him. She didn't cuss him out. She just called him a thief, which is what happens when you, you steal know, something from right, somebody. But, but I mean, but the, <laughs> the, it was it was the game that pretty much. So she was down. She lost the first set. Like I said, she lost she the got first smacked set. Smacked that first set. Smoked the yeah. first set. <laughs> and so it was three three. Osaka had just won the fourth, uh, the seventh set, uh, the seventh game. So it was four three. Osaka was up right. If Osaka wins that it, in tennis, if you win six games, you win the set. In women's, you have to win two sets to win the game. So, uh, 
It was 3-4. So Serena goes over to the dude, still thinking that like they had smoothed over. Because like, he agreed with her. Right, I saw exactly. Him on he agreed camera. with her. So she didn't think it was that big of a deal with her saying, like, nigga, you don't realize what you did. Like, you took a point from me. You took a point from me. Like, you 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 thieved me, bro. Just mad in frustration, speaking out as an athlete caught up in the moment, and he docked her a game. That game he said verbal abuse, ver- verbal abuse, and that game. It's not like she cursed at him or anything. She Nothing. just said, "You're a thief. You took a point from me, man." That game put her instead of being d- down three four, she's put her down three five. five. Where now she's serving Only for her game for yeah. her life. So she's and the crazy part is that when she's when she's after like her tirade for five minutes. Granted, she got really she. I mean, she got into it where I could see where. Some would some would say, "Damn, she shouldn't have gotten into it with the umpire like that." But she was well within her Fuck rights. Then. She's a comp- she's a competitor fighting at at the championship match. You know what I'm saying? That she's fought for, that she's won numerous times. You know what I'm saying? And she's down. Of course, she's gonna fight for the point. So she, now, with that game given to Osaka, now she's down three five. She goes out and serves, and Osaka doesn't get a fucking point while she serves. She literally won four points in a row. Yeah, three off serves. Angry, angry, tight. Did just you mad. Think, did any part of you think that Osaka kind of played a little easier, like because she no, felt bad? No, no, because she won the next game. Because I, while I do think that uh, Serena did have did have the uh, the tenacity and and went out there and like did her thing. If I'm Osaka, I probably would feel like shit because I'm like, yo, I didn't win that myself. They gave this to me. Like, I wouldn't feel like it's even. So I would probably want them to like give her one more, you know what I'm at least one, at least one free right. serve. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, my biggest compliment of Serena because after the match, after Osaka won, right? She won the sixth game, and like you could see her, she's crying, but you know, there's still that tension in the air from Serena's moment, right? While this is going on and before they're doing, they're about to do the the press conference and the at the middle of the court, the microphone. I'm saying, please, Serena, just do not make this moment about that moment. Mm-hmm. Give Osaka the credit because she won. So she called class, right? I was like, just, just, I'm just, I'm saying because I was with E, I was with Jules, I was with Rob. I'm like, I just, I that's all I really want is for her to say that. If she says nothing else, then she won, right? So and that's literally 100 what she because as they were bringing to the, the uh, to the front of the court. Everybody was booing. Mm-hmm. It was they were booing loudly. Grant, this girl just won her first. This is her first Grand Slam, uh, 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 first Grand Slam final. She's won her first Grand Slam ever, and she beat her rival to do it. You know what I'm saying? It's a huge moment for her, and they're booing. So Serena goes to her and puts her arm around her, and she says, "You won." Don't listen. She's like, you won. She takes the microphone when they go to interview her. How do you feel about them taking a game from you? She's like, I'm not answering any questions about this right now. It's not about me. Stop booing. This girl won her first separate thing. Grand Slam. Separate she things. won her first separate issues. Grand Slam. This isn't how I felt when I won my first Grand Slam. Give her the proper respect. She won. She did her damn thing. What a Grand Slam is to win a certain a certain amount uh, so of so there's four in a there's year. no there's four events there's four events that uh, uh, in a French, Grand Slam it's U.S. A, French. U.S., Australian, Australian. Uh-huh. and Wimbledon. Okay. All those four make up the Grand Slam. Right. Wimbledon's in Ohio, right? Wimbledon is in London. Serena has won a full four Grand Grand Slam before, Absolutely. She's won every single one. I think she might have done every single one in... In the same year. That's what I think she's done. So a Grand Slam is winning one of those? Winning one of those, yeah. Uh, I never even knew that. Huh? 
I think Grand Slam's winning all of them, no, isn't it? No, no. If one of them is a Grand Slam event, if you complete the Grand Slam, then you've win, win if you won all four. But Do you get like an extra fucking trophy for winning all four? I don't know. I've never they won. They just send you them big ass plates, ain't it? That shit's stupid. That's the dumbest trophy. I know Venus, Serena wanted to throw it's that. It's the most trophy. gentrified trophy ever. Um, it's a plate. But dude. I mean, I. Watching that match, I was watching the match with my mom, right. and my mom loves Serena. Like I remember growing up, my mom would, my mom loved Serena and Venus. Venus used to be better than Serena. She did. Um, but she watching was first. my mom, she was first. I was looking at my mom's face. She didn't want to get in that gym when I saw Serena arguing with this dude Carlos, and I'm looking at my mom, and my mom looks so disappointed because she's like, "Why are they treating her like this?" Yo, all I could think of was like, "Yo." Serena, this is a, a a mega superstar millionaire that's getting treated like this as a black woman, the right? Best. The best, the best of the best. The Imagine best. what our mothers, our sisters, our cousins as black women have to deal with in this country as black women that don't have a million dollars, that don't have any celebrity status. Right. Like I remember, there was a story uh, a story Grandma told told me about when she used to have to walk to work and this truck um, full of like four men. Uh, we're driving past her, and they threw a bear can out the window, hit her in the lip. They laughed and drove off. I wanted to be able to go back in time mm. and, and like, you know what I'm saying? That truck. I wanted Kick to go back, and, and I'm like, subsequently, yo, so many black <laughs> women have dealt with so much in this country, and they're like the most. Still do. They're the most hated people in this in this like they don't get treated right they don't they don't get the respect they deserve for the work that they, they do They do the most work out of anybody they raise the most men by themselves they do the most everything and they're always solid you can't even tell whenever they're going through something i've never been able to tell when my mom's dealing with anything right as i'm sure a lot of all of us have felt the because same way they all deal with a lot and but you know they've had to deal with a lot so it just becomes second nature and it uh, it's very unfortunate that because it's become second nature like they have just have to get used to it and i i mean it's one of those frustrating things man and it's like all women deal with a lot all women are mistreated but no woman deals with anything as much as a black woman in this country period that's a, that's a fact that's a fact I can stand by that that's crazy how do you feel about uh i mean we had a small conversation in the chat but uh was it Brittany Griner said she would give oh, DeMarcus, oh, give Cousins, DeMarcus the Cousins the work? No, that's just not. No. Like, I'm like, all right, man, how, how comfortable? Uh, let's see how confident see, like, see, all women are I in see, her. I see y'all, can, y'all can put all y'all wages <laughs> for the year First on of her. All, if DeMarcus y'all win, Cousins y'all got like 200 pounds on her. Right? Bro, he I see murdered her. I see Boogie make 23 pointers in a row. That So he ain't even got a body. He should, though. Just to make a point, like I, I think that and we were talking about this. Uh, I was talking with Jules and uh, his homie from uh, from the DMV who, who coached. Rob, you. yeah, yeah, Rob. And we were talking about these are. I mean, the, the, we have people who have played basketball at a high enough level and with enough at least like former players, players of in the league. Like, bro, women shoot better than men. Like, that's a fact. The game is just not as exciting because it's too fundamental. And it's also because they play like like too far below the rim. Right. Right. But overall, if you actually watch the game itself, it's exciting. But yeah, people just I, have to actually give it a chance. The, but, um, so I think that they should do like challenges. Like they should do like, yo, let's do like how they do All Star Weekend. Right. Like, bro, have them perform a three point contest because if that. people see how wet these girls are, they'll start watching the games. Right. The games Pause. be coming down to fucking. 
There's no pause in that. No pause in that, baby. No, no. Judge, like, I'll allow it. <laughs> but now, nah, like, I think that there's just certain situations in which I don't know, man. The power I'm learning a lot just from working with people and marketing and agencies and just like the powers that be don't want to move the needle too far forward, like. WNBA needs some subversive action. They need some like some real radical stir up shit to get the fucking viewers. Because the reason why they don't get those that 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 at least at least something similar of a check, like the minimum salary should be one million dollars. Like, exactly. But like the reason why they're not they getting that some, check, they should have some revenue split with the NBA. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck what they make. It's, it's, there is essentially some, there has to be. You're right. They should get no less than a million. There should be some revenue split from the. That's NBA. That's why there should be that. I like that idea of. Combining like a reason to give them revenue would right. be to Challenges. make a challenge, like a make three make point a yearly skills, skills competition yeah. with women versus men. No, that's absolute because uh, yes, guys, I'm I've like, been, why wouldn't they? I've actually that? met a, a couple of two uh, on two, WNBA three on three half court type shit. It, it makes absolutely no sense why they should have with NBA players minimum salaries. I mean, they they have the like minimum that is like five hundred k or six hundred k. Nah, it's right. lower than it's, that. I mean, it's four. It's four hundred. It's like four seventy five, but. Like the 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 uh, uh, veteran minimum is one point five million dollars. You can't tell me that there shouldn't be at least a uh, uh, five hundred thousand minimum w- for the WNBA. The WNBA minimum is like five figures, isn't it? Mm, yeah. Even if it's, it's five like figures, it's thirty five k. It should not be six. Like 60, There's 60. no reason why it's not six. It's not enough. It's it's it's, too, it's almost like where the women are overextending themselves. They the gotta, women they gotta play, play two games three, overseas. They gotta play that's two where or three, they get yeah. their money at. They gotta play two or three uh, like leagues in a year. Just they to make, make more money playing in China than they do in the that's United States. That's a fact. States. That is one hundred percent. Diana Taurasi skipped a whole WNBA season to play in China because she was getting uh, over a million dollars. Right. Gotta go. Gotta go. So, and that's the the reason why a go lot of your, a lot of a lot of WNBA say, go players you're appreciated and not tolerated. I don't blame it. There, a lot of WNBA players say we only play here because like we live here, like our families right. are got here. Families. That's the only reason that's we play here. If it was reason. up to, if it was that it came down to money, we would not play here in the states in the WNBA. We'd play overseas because we get way more money. That's like, literally the only reason. Literally, it is, and it's sad. It's sad. It needs to fucking change. There has to it's be a lot of shit the CBA is coming up. Right. There has to be some different twenty twenty one. It makes no fucking sense. And I don't care that NBA only fills half the uh, or the WNBA only, only fills half the building. Fuck that. Wait, like y'all so have to CBA, work together to make the, the CBA, league bigger. Man. Uh, the CBA affects the WNBA too. Absolutely. Yeah, they do at the same Absolutely. time. Absolutely. Twenty twenty one is the next uh, CBA contract. So. I don't know, man. Women, women need to get treated better on all fronts. Period. Um. So, damn, guys, I, I missed y'all for real. This has been fun. Um. We have uh, uh, yo, and shout out to everybody that has um uh, closing up the tab, right? Um. I appreciate, and I'm sure you guys have heard it too. Um. The love and the response that we've been getting for not putting out episodes like i had at yeah. the numerous amounts of people approach me in the past month month and a half bro when's the next episode coming dog can we talk about business opportunities a couple people a- hit me up about advertising you know on, the, on the cast so, next like year. i am um, i appreciate all the love we're back we're here um we we literally just had to take the summer off because schedules was not you know where we wanted them to be and everybody was out doing their thing literally i was away then dave was away then me and nick were away we came back chuck was away everybody come back 
tie goes away. The executive producer, like literally, it could not happen. But we're back. We're here. Um, we're here to give y'all some great content. We have some great guests lined up. Bonten, bonten. Yeah. <laughs> we have some dope ass guests coming up. We really up. do. We do have some and, dope um, guests coming you know, up. We, 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 I appreciate y'all for we're rocking back. with us. We're sorry for taking a sabbatical. It's all um, good, bro. But we hit them. We hope y'all enjoyed your summer. Season three. Because we're about to turn up your right. fall. Season three. Season three, bro. Um, uh, and shout out to. Um, Shout out to Fab too. I want to have Fab back on because Fab Fab is out in Africa. Uh, other cornerstone is out in Fab is out in Africa. Africa having a sabbatical and she's, literally she's living her best Chilling, life. Bro. So we're gonna have she's her back on. Safari, yeah. Yeah, 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 that's how Twitter it is. Yeah, with with dudes with also and shit. Yeah. the like uh, the just like the whole modernization of society now. It's crazy. Like we are classically viewing Africa as like like fucking spears and all that type of bullshit. But like, bro. She's like, I'm like, bro, you see this tweet? She's like, yeah, I saw that shit already. Like, nigga, how you? <laughs> Wi-Fi better than mine? She's like, yo, mom, she's like, the apartment looks crazy. Man, Africa living was there doing right it. Now. Africa's doing their thing. People just don't know about it. Right. Yeah. So, um, uh, appreciate y'all for rocking with us. We gonna have, we gonna keep content rolling for y'all. And, um, you know, get me. Look, can, can we make it a mission to get me to a thousand before the end of the year? Thanks, guys. All right. Um, close that tab. My name's Ken. I'm Nick, and I'm Dave. Um, Eagles, 2018 hey. Super Bowl. Hands in the air if your team 1-0 right now. Whoop-whoop. <laughs> My team is playing. We about to beat them. Uh, you know about that, baby. Cheers. Cheers.